In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. I'm not here with my co-host. I'm actually here with another crazy Browns fan. Uh, Mr. Balak. Is it Swark? Did I say that correct? I'm really bad at pronouncing names. Sorry. Not at all. It's Stuart Bakar, but it's fine, Paul. Thank you. No worries. Sorry. I'm so bad at pronouncing uh, names. I'm guessing your name's half German, half Turkish? No, it's full Turkish, actually. So yeah. my parents are full Turkish. But I'm German on paper and born and raised in Germany. And you're currently in Munich at the moment, yeah? Exactly. Sitting in my apartment and drinking whiskey. Oh, I imagine you to be drinking uh, Weiss beer and uh, eating a currywurst and in Lederhosen, yeah? Is this not correct? Uh, that's my usual day, but it's a <laughs> special occasion with you today. So I took out the very good whiskey out of my shelf. So usually oh. I would drink... Beer in Lederhosen, you're right. No, first of all, I've got to ask, you're in Germany, why are you a Browns fan? Well, long story short, the Browns were the ultimate underdog with a rich history, and I chose that I really want to support that team, and I fell in love with, basically, first, second, I started to dig into the history. Okay, great. And uh, what history did you find out? Um, about the Browns' history, you mean? Yeah, what was like... What was, like do you know what? Um... The, the first thing that was, was really shocking for me because I really didn't know that, that was that the Browns were like a powerhouse back then with Paul Brown as their coach. And they were dominating football for, for like centuries almost. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. And um, then all the story around Jim Brown and that they drafted him and uh, how Jim Brown really changed the game of football and the face of football with bringing Afro-Americans into the game. That was impressive. And then the sad, really sad, sad story in 94, 95, when Art Modell sold the team and, you know, they were really on the verge to something special. And I can recommend the documentary Cleveland 95 to everybody. Um, and after I saw all of that, I was like, okay, no, no, no chance. I will be a Browns fan. There's no other way. And uh, on top of that, I met a girl. She used to live in Cleveland and that was like the final nail in the coffin. Excellent. So my girlfriend used to live for like 10 years in Cleveland and since then we are both Cleveland Browns fans. Excellent, excellent. I thought it was because of your orange beard. That's also, orange and brown suits very good to my beard and to my hair color and everything so that's perfectly fitting. All right, excellent. And uh, yeah, I'm similar to yourself. When I, I was in a similar situation, I liked the NFL, I wanted to support a team. I was Cleveland Browns or the Bengals because of the Paul Brown connection and I went further into history and it, was, it made sense, you know. Paul Brown, my name's Paul Brown. Bengals, pff, no way. So, um, tell us. You're born to be a Browns fan. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. When I was in um, Cleveland last uh, uh, weekend, someone said to me, did your parents name you after the Cleveland Browns? I was like, my parents don't know nothing about football, nothing about soccer. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, good. But the, the Browns backers, do they have a, a big club in Germany? Um, so I registered like maybe two months ago for two clubs in Germany, but they seem to be very small and I really never saw any activities out of them. Um, I connected with, I think, the owner of one of them on Twitter, but we did, didn't have much exchange yet. But I'm, I'm actually planning to change it. So I, I would like to make it a little bit more active for Germany. Because yeah. it is, seems to be huge or big, not huge, big. Yeah, I would like to put a challenge out there. I think there's more German Browns fans than UK uh, Browns fans. Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah, that's a hot take. I was, yeah. I, was on, I was on the game in London last year, so I saw how many Browns fans are in London, and it's, it is a huge community. It is. It was yeah. really cool. I, I, think, I think we've identified about 500 UK Browns fans. And I think there's another, I'm going to guess, another 1,000, uh, sorry, another 500 there that are a closet Browns fans. They're all going to come out when uh, we start winning. Because when I'm at Wembley, I meet people. I got, if I see a Browns colour, I just go up to them and go, uh, are you on the part of the British backers? And they're like, no. I'm like, how do you not know about us? So uh, I reckon there's a lot of Browns fans out there. But in Germany, I reckon there is loads and loads of Browns fans. And in the off-season, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one country at um, a day or a week and then try and get everyone connected and next year I'm definitely going to come to Germany and try and create a meetup for one of the games okay cool very cool I'm in count me in what? and I'm, I'm going to try to figure out a little bit on Twitter to see how many Browns fans I can localize or mobilize for that cool you did a great piece for me actually I think you identified about 30 um, on Twitter might be, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I did as much as I could. And I think I also uh, put in like one of the Browns Beckers uh, leaders here in Germany. So yes. it's a good start. Um, I'm very curious to see. I would doubt, to be honest, that we are bigger than the English community. Uh, but let's see. I would be happy if, if that would be the case, to be honest. It would be cool. But for our American listeners, um, NFL was big in Germany in the 90s. Is that right? Yes, like uh, the times with Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman and um, here in Montana, etc. So my brother used to have a Montana poster and the Emmett Smith poster in his room. That that was like the first time I really got connected. There, there was a, uh, he also was a big or a huge uh, Michael Jordan fan. So there was the start when I got into the American sports a little bit. Then obviously with all the Madden games, it, that's like the the first touch base for any European fan is Madden for yeah. for NFL. And like just recently in 2014, I think it started, or maybe 15, um, they have like every Sunday two to three games on free TV in Germany. Oh, wow. And like it's really a big thing and getting even bigger and bigger from week to week in Germany. And so that's you... how, my, how everything started, that I really needed a team. And that's why I'm a Browns fan now, because I watched like without a team, it's not much fun. But once you start cheering for a team, it's way more intense. So in um, Germany, you get free NFL on your TV. Mm-hmm. They have and like two, three games every Sunday. Wow. Has the Browns been on TV yet this season? or? You, no, no. This, this year it was once. Last year, zero games. Zero games of the Browns. Last year, this year it was once. And I don't know. Which, so you really just know like a few days beforehand which games will be shown on Sunday. So it might be that we will see more just because of bacon shake. Okay, good. Well, look, in England, 
uh, we have to use Game Pass or we get it on Sky TV, like a, a premium sports channel. Do, do you have Game Pass yourself or not? Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Because I'm always watching the Browns, no red. I have the zone as well. So yeah. I could watch the red zone, but no way. I'm, I didn't miss any game of the Browns since the beginning of 2016. Yeah, I think with Game Pass, it's impossible to. You can just watch it anytime and uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Straight into the Browns questions. Super Bowl, what body part are you willing to give up? So, to be honest, I would give basically up everything that I have doubled. So, I would go with a kidney, a lung, and one eyeball because I would look really cool with an eye patch, yeah. actually. You're like a, you look like a uh, German orange beard pirate. Yeah, or German eye-patched Viking. Oh, yeah, okay. That's good as well. So, you said you'd give up everything that you got two of. What about your ball bags? I would. So if we win the Super Bowl against, like, I don't know, a, uh, the Packers or like a huge team and like with a shutout, then I would consider giving up one testicle because after that game, my other testicle will grow like 10 times the size. Who <laughs> cares? All right, excellent. And uh, who in the Browns organization would you most want to go for a drink with? So currently I would have to say it's John Dorsey, just because I would like to peek into his brain and see what, what his thoughts are for the upcoming season and all the development with the head coach. Other than that, if, if it would be a neutral question, it would be probably uh, Z for Zagura. Good man. The yeah. people's champion. Uh, <laughs> and if I have to pick a player, it would be probably Kirksey because he's the longest tenured Brown. So he might have the most Brown stories out of the whole team. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. And uh, do you think, uh, is Kirksey going to come back this season, do you reckon, or not? Um, no, I don't think so. He's no, on he's IR, done, so I'm not yeah. even sure if he can anymore. Yeah. You have to stay on IR for at least eight weeks, I think. So he's done, so I'm yeah. I'm not really sure. I don't think so. Doesn't make much sense. Uh, Unless we are going to the playoffs, then we might see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what do you, um, any names that you're interested in for the head coach uh, position? Oh, yeah. There are many, but I'm, so right now on my, my short list, it would be Carmichael. Yeah. The enemy, two offensive coordinators that I think are doing like an incredible job this season. Um, I would probably consider. Greg Williams as well, depending on how the season you know ends. So, it really depends what what we are doing the next five six games and if we are going to the playoffs. But like the last two games, it was really really good, and uh, I like what Kitchens did. I like what Greg Williams did, and our defense was like lights out last week. So, how many? Not? We've got six win. We got six games left. How many wins do you think we should uh, need to keep with Kitchen and Williams? So I think we will win all six of them. So I would say six. Legend. Absolute legend. Okay, great. Okay, good. Um, we've got some hard away games. As I keep saying to Jack, we haven't won an away game for, what, three years? Something yeah, that, that will be changed on Sunday and no one's going to talk about it anymore. So who cares? <laughs> We're going to win all divisional games this season. The rest of the divisional games, both, uh, both Bengals games and the Ravens game. Noted. Hot take from me. Well. And uh, uh, talking about the first four picks for next year, what four uh, picks do you want first in the draft? So 
as it's a very rich D-line class, I would probably go with best player available. And in this case, it will be to 90% sure uh, a D-line player. Yes. Um, depending on how Harrison and Robinson develop throughout the last six games, uh, I would consider O-line. If we have, don't have really a, a glaring need there, I would grow, go probably with a skill player in the second round. Um, like, you know, something like Josh Gordon, a very athletic uh, superhuman that is maybe not as polished as a receiver yet. And, um, and after that, I would go DB because to this season, we really saw how deep a DB room needs to be. And we had quality DBs, we had depth, and we are still like really walking yeah. on our uh, nails right now. It's crazy. At the start of the season, we had like Kendricks, everyone like, oh, where are we going to play them all? Now it's like we're down to our, uh, yeah. DB number four. Eight. Yeah, four, five, six here playing. So, okay. All right. And uh, what's your very, very, very hot take for the Browns for the rest of the season? Well, I give already a sneak period. So, we're going to win all six games. We will win all divisional games. And so, we will go to the playoffs. And Baker will be the first rookie to win the Super Bowl. So, Ooh, that's a hot take. Jesus. That is a massive hot take. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you keep drinking that neat whiskey. Um, Mm -hmm. um, mate, I think Jack's worked out there's 0.8% chance of us getting to the playoffs. If there is 0.1% chance, there's a chance. As long as you have a chance, it's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen. That's, you just have to watch all the Bills wins that they have. It's like that was in, impossible that they're going to win any game. And they still managed to win like against the Vikings, which, was, which is still unbelievable to me. Yeah. I think uh, I agree with you. If there's a percentage chance, there's still a chance. And exactly. Yeah, let's see what happens on uh, Sunday. What's your uh, score prediction for Sunday? So I would probably go with 32-28 for the Browns. Okay. It will be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, Monday night game? Uh, I actually watched like the last five to ten minutes, like the final, because I woke up and couldn't sleep anymore. And when I sleep, I always have the zone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have a network next to me. So when I woke up, I started the game pass and watched the game. It was crazy. It was crazy. I honestly have to watch the full game or the highlights still. Didn't manage it. But that's, that's one of the first things I'm going to do once I'm in bed today. It's the first uh, game that both teams have scored 50 yeah. plus. I know. I know. It was crazy. It, but both of them, Goff and Mahomes, like, they, are, they are two superstars for the future of two superstars for the next decade in the NFL. They are awesome. And with McVay and Andy Reid, they both were very lucky with their coaches. And they, you know, what I always say with, with rookie quarterbacks is if you come into a situation where you have an established surrounding, it doesn't need to be a good surrounding, but an established one, like a, a solid coach that is there for many years, a system that is implemented for many years, you, you can be the one to, you know, lift that team up. If you come into a situation as most of the bronze quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks where you have to change like mid-season, after the season, and you have like three offensive coordinators in two years and like revolving players around you, there's no chance that you will be good. And I'm, I'm very, very, like very impressed what Baker did with, with what he has right now because it will just get better. And this man, this man will change our, our future. I'm... I knew it before the draft and I'm so happy that we took him.
Did you uh, did you want Mayfield number one or did you want another quarterback? No, no, I said number one Mayfield. I basically was like, I had three quarterbacks when I started to dig into the draft process. It was Jackson and to be honest, Rudolph and Mayfield. So all of them, all my three uh, top three quarterbacks ended up in the AFC North, I know. which is, is a little bit terrifying to me. Uh, but Mayfield was then like, after a little bit of digging, he was my number one for until the draft and I'm so glad we took him it was like it was a no-brainer to me yeah I was uh, Donald number one and then uh, Mayfield number two I don't know I was never really impressed by Donald he, he seems to be really good so what I saw so far was solid but I was really never impressed I you know I always thought like if I would be a player in a team that really never wins would I want to play for for a quarterback like Donald and I always said no I would probably not take him very serious in, in, in the locker room but, you know, with Beg, I could see myself sitting together, making some fun. And even in the, in the rough games, I would just, you know, <laughs> grab my crotch and, and scream at <laughs> them. So, oh, maybe it's like, like a personal fit or taste. I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad we took, we took him. I'm so glad. Well, here's a hard question for you. Today, you're Dorsey. Uh, would you do a straight swap uh, Mayfield for Mahomes or Goff right now? Not for golf, for my homes, I would consider it maybe, but I don't think so. I, I, I talk to myself about that a lot, and I think I would stick with Mayfield. Because in the end of the day, and that was the, like the most impressive part of Mayfield for me during the draft process, he really wanted to be a Cleveland Brown. You could feel it, you could see it, you could hear it. And I think that's like super unnatural for any rookie quarterback that he wants to be in Cleveland. And if you have somebody like that that is so invested into your club, into your team, you're not messing with that. And you go, either you, you rise or you go down with him together. That's, that's loyalty. Yeah. All right, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I just want to say thank you so much because you always support my um, podcast over the, uh, the last year or the last few months and uh, on Twitter. Where can we find your details? So I'm on Twitter as Lil Surok. Um, just follow Paul and you will see me from time to time either in the comments or in the like buttons. Oh, no problem at all. And thank you for having me, Paul. It was a pleasure for me as well. And um, I'm glad that I can support you. It's really, you're doing a great job and very impressive what you achieved in this short time. Keep on the good work and let me know if I can do anything. Excellent. Well, yeah, you're going to be my man on the ground in Germany because I'll, I want to do it because there's so many German uh, Browns fans online. And look, we, only, we spend a lot of our time on Twitter, but there's also Facebook. There's also... Uh, emails there's lots of ways of getting hold of these uh, browns fans in germany so uh, yeah if you're a browns fan reach out to us and uh, we're gonna make something special next year exactly and once you're in germany first beer is on me okay and the second uh, drink is on me jaeger bombs let's do it okay great great love it all right excellent you take care buddy you too cheers have a nice evening change is here change is here Change.